an entitled Karen and her friend are slowly turning the entire hotel that I work for against me in a serious way. And no matter how hard I try, they always victimize themselves and turn all of their problems against me. And I'm honestly at a loss and I don't know what to do. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit and go back all the way to March. We hired a new breakfast attendant by the name of Tina. That's not her real name. Tina was the type who acted nice, but used her anxiety as a crutch for literally everything. She always looked like she was crying. She would come into the office every morning complaining about co-workers, as well as her job in general. Mind you, I'm a night auditor, so I had to deal with her every single morning, and I got burnt out from her complaining very quickly. I did my job the way I needed to. I would get the food started in the oven, get the oatmeal started, and make sure all the coffee was out. Tina would then say things to my manager, such as, the night auditor was so mean to me this morning, and she's not doing her job. And because Tina is like 45 years old, and I'm only 30, my manager sided with Tina and labeled me as toxic. She'd say stuff like, I hate when people don't like me. It makes me really stressed. And she said all of this to my boss. So I just kept to myself, and I barely even said as much as hi to her, because she honestly made me so uncomfortable with all the lies. I was just trying to do my job after all. Tina would later go down to one day a week, and we hired a new attendant. We will call this new attendant Karen, also not her real name. Karen seemed so nice at first, and I went above and beyond for her. It wasn't until two weeks ago when Karen started coming in every morning, reprimanding me for not doing my job, as well as victimizing herself to me for attention. Karen and Tina got very close. They pretty much became best friends. Karen started asking me things like, why can't you do your job right? Why do I always have to help you? I was blown away by this because I thought I did more than I was supposed to for her. I went to my manager about this altercation and they asked me why I have a problem with every breakfast person. Later that day, I told them in a group message that I wasn't coming in today due to a lack of support from management in this situation. I have never done something like this before and I'm honestly just fed up. My general manager calls me asking what's going on. So I explained that my manager is not listening. I then ask if we can have a breakfast checklist because I'm doing everything right, but Karen doesn't seem to understand her job duties. Again, I worked breakfast before I was an adult, so I know exactly what breakfast entitles for all the attendants. Everything seemed like it went well, but I come in the next morning to a checklist where I actually have more breakfast duties than Karen. Now I do have to set out the food. I was upset because they're clearly siding with Karen, but I didn't say a word and started doing exactly what was on my list. And this happened a week ago. It's now one week later and I'm in the kitchen setting out food and bringing the last dispenser of coffee out to the bar. It is 5.30 in the morning on the dot. Apparently, Karen was calling from the vestibule, but I didn't hear the phone when I was in the kitchen. It was a total accident. I then see Karen at the door and I just let her in. She maybe stood out there for three minutes max. She is always five to ten minutes late, by the way, so I never know when she's coming in. Karen comes up to me, fake crying, saying in a whiny voice, Why wouldn't you let me in? Why don't you like me? I look at Karen and I say, I'm sorry, I was setting out breakfast. I didn't hear the phone. Then Karen said, But you know what time I get here. Why didn't you do your job earlier? Then I catch her out on her laptop in the lobby, in front of all the guests, and when my relief came in, she hurried and put it away. I feel like this is a mean girl situation because Tina and Karen are close. Tina made Karen think that I'm this mean, toxic person to her, so Karen is now trying to get me to quit. The big problem here is that I've never done anything to be mean. I just keep to myself, and 
I wasn't interested in conversations with her because she's always complaining about everyone else or just victimizing herself. What can I do in this situation? This is so childish and it's stressful and no matter what I do, I am backed into a corner. I've been looking for other jobs to have some kind of plan, but I like my job and I just want peace. Having a conversation with her is useless no matter how I approach her. Is this a lost cause? What should I do? What an awful situation to be stuck in and honestly, I really feel bad for the original poster right here because this is just not fair. I am honestly surprised you still want to work there. I get that you love your job, but not only is management ignoring your complaints, but your other co-workers are ganging up against you. That is clearly just a toxic work environment. Literally nobody is on your side, and I know exactly what that feels like. And in my opinion, you will find another job that you love that does not include these types of toxic people. When it comes to the temporary solution, if you do decide to stick around, of dealing with Karen as well as Tina and all these managers that suck, in my opinion, it's time to document everything. You need to write down everything they say, what they did, all of the contradictions, and why you feel it's not correct. Keep it all in a secure notebook and then present it to management after like a week or a month or whenever the evidence is enough for you to prove your case. Because if these people won't believe you, then it's time to make them believe you. And it's not fair for you to be stuck in this kind of situation. So hopefully this can all work out because it sounds like literally everybody's against you and you do not deserve to get treated like that at work. My boyfriend broke up with me two months ago and I'm so confused by his back and forth behavior that I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 24 year old female and I got broken up with by my now ex-boyfriend after dating for seven months. We were really good friends for all of 2021, most of which was very platonic and we had the same mutual friends. Towards the end of the year, we showed more interest in each other and we eventually got together in January of this year. We were perfect in the beginning, but eventually he was pushing for me to move in with him after only dating for three months. And you know what? Crazily enough, I did. After what barely seemed like a month of living together, he started growing distant. At the beginning, he used to love to cuddle and sit next to each other and would compliment me all the time. We would talk about our future all the time together, and he would say how much he couldn't wait to marry me, as well as have kids and build a beautiful life together. But then, after living together, he wouldn't want me to sit close to him or touch him. He no longer complimented me either. Things continued like this until June, when there was a family passing. I supported him and his family any way that I could, and I knew this would affect him. So I gave him some space to heal. Around this time, he told me how he didn't want kids anymore, that he liked our life the way it was, and that he enjoyed the freedom that we had. This was not a deal breaker for me, so I agreed. About a month later, he changed his mind and told me that he did want kids now, and that it was a deal breaker for me if I didn't want kids. I was so confused. All I said was that I do want kids in the future, just not right now. I think we're still so young, and there's so much I want to do before having kids. He said he also didn't want kids right now either, maybe three to five years from now. And that is when he said something that absolutely stunned me. He said he didn't want me on any kind of birth control until then. Well, the beginning of August, he found out that I ended up getting on birth control, and he was super upset about it. The next day, he asked to take a break from our relationship, and I actually ended up moving out that same day. He contacted me the whole week after I moved out, saying how much he missed me. I ended up seeing him a week later to talk things over, and it got us nowhere. He ended up breaking up with me a week later because he claims that we're just not on the same page and that I'm making his life a roller coaster. He's kept in contact with me ever since then, and we've gone out for drinks a few times. I know I'm prolonging my suffering by still being in contact. I've 
had tried going about a month of no contact and he ended up reaching out again, saying he's always the one to reach out first. I am so lost and confused about his back and forth. My friends and family keep telling me to just move on, but I'm struggling to do that. I love him so much. He was my best friend and I don't know what he wants from me. What should I do? It sounds like you dated a crazy person and you honestly should feel lucky that he cut things loose. He does not sound stable in the slightest. Not to mention the fact that there are so many red flags that have just cropped up in this description alone that I think would be very irresponsible if you didn't consider very seriously. This guy didn't want you on birth control until you guys got married and had kids five years from now? Like, that's just weird. Like, why would your boyfriend make that kind of a demanding decision about your body? That's inappropriate in my opinion. And this back and forth behavior is just really weird. Like, if anything, I think you were able to finally see his true colors once you moved in with him and started to see exactly how he really is. So honestly, I just would really try and find a different relationship to pursue because the way this guy is acting is not normal and it really seems like he's just going to try and string you along and that's not fair for you in the slightest. My boyfriend is being very controlling about my time and he is being very resistant to any type of change in our relationship considering that we're going to be moving in together in March and I honestly don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I are getting very serious and I do truly love him. We have plans for me to move into his apartment when my lease ends and then six months later when his ends we will move back to my city in a new apartment. He lives two hours away and he is planning on finding a new job in my city around August when his lease ends. The thing is I love hanging out with him. I spent 90% of last month in his city maybe going home like three or four days total to go into my office and get some more clothes. The problem is he never comes here only on the weekends mostly because his job isn't remote. In contrast my job is about 90% remote and I can work pretty much wherever I want. The problem is I have a gym here and my things are also here. I bring like a suitcase and two small bags of my personal items whenever I visit him. I have not been to the gym in months and he doesn't make food at his place. We always eat out. I've asked many, many times if we could just go to the grocery store, but he always puts it off. I just don't think changing my lifestyle is fair to me just because we have to wait till March to live together. I know these things will get better when I move in. I'll transfer my gym membership to the gym there and I will make sure we start cooking and I will have my self-care stuff at his house. We have a trip this weekend and I asked him if we could just meet up the day of the trip instead of the day before. I am feeling kind of depressed and unhappy right now and I just want a day to myself to regroup. He thinks that this is a terrible idea because he thinks I'm having doubts about living together and that having a day to myself won't be possible if we live in the same apartment. I just need a day to clean my own apartment. I'm never here and to be honest, it's gotten trashed since I literally don't live here anymore. What can I do? I love him so much and I do truly want to live together in March and have a new place in my city in August. What should I do? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This really does sound like a really tricky situation for the original poster to be stuck in. It sounds like to an extent you're letting him dictate the boundaries of your relationship. In my opinion, if you want to go grocery shopping or cook, you should just do it. If you want to stay at home and take care of your place, do that as well. You really should have control over your free time. And I don't think it's fair for him to say what you can and can't do in that way. And I completely agree with the original poster in this regard. I don't think you should have to wait to put your life on hold up until March when you move in together just to make some kind of lifestyle changes that you really do want to make. And I completely understand where you're coming from as well. Eating takeout and fast food all the time is going to be absolutely exhausting and it's going to make you feel gross. I know it does for me at least. So wanting to have something a little bit healthier in your diet is not at all unreasonable. So I say just go ahead and do it. Start making those plans now and start getting food for yourself as well as do all the other things that you want to do with your free time. And if he complains saying, oh, you just don't want to move in with me, just know that that's a weird excuse and he seriously just needs to respect your boundaries because for him to guilt trip you for wanting any kind of alone time is really controlling and you really do not deserve that type of treatment in your life my girlfriend is kicking me out of my own apartment that I signed a lease on and I honestly don't know what to do a month ago my girlfriend broke up with me because she felt that I hadn't been romantic enough throughout the relationship and that she felt I hadn't been pulling my weight as a result of that she told me to put in my two weeks for a job I had just started working in and to pack my things and leave For some context, we, alongside our friends who are another couple, moved into this apartment because on-campus housing was both too expensive and would probably not be available to us since we're upperclassmen. All four of us signed the lease. I, however, am taking a gap year and have been spending my time mostly just working so I can pay for rent and save some money for special occasions as well as groceries. I hadn't put in my two weeks on the day because I assumed that if I truly bettered myself as a person by both just seeking help for myself as well as trying to pull my weight that I would be given a chance to stay especially since I signed the lease two weeks ago my girlfriend's family was coming over so I booked a hotel for the weekend to not cause any problems for them upon my return I was met with anger that I hadn't left the apartment yet nor had I turned in my two weeks notice but since I had paid rent she would give me until the end of the month before she would throw all my things out because me staying is creating a toxic situation Since then, I went to see a therapist and learned that I had a long-standing depression and that a lot of my problems in the relationship were a result of my deteriorating mental and emotional state. I've then made it a vow to myself to not let it destroy my life any longer and take steps to becoming the person I was before I got depressed or just being a better person in general. I would say I'm doing much better since that therapy session, but there is still this looming situation in which I have to get kicked out of the apartment and I have nowhere else to go. I voice my desire to stay to my other roommates and that I do anything to make that possible. But I was told that I would not be given that opportunity. I also really wished I could patch up the relationship because I truly feel that I am and can continue to be a better person and I really want to make it work. But I haven't been met with much acceptance. 
things are honestly falling apart and I really don't know what to do. What a terrible situation to be stuck in. The people that this original poster live with absolutely suck. But on that note, this has me really confused. Because I'm pretty sure if you signed a lease, you don't have to leave. It may be uncomfortable, but she can't kick you out like that. And why on earth would she make you quit your job? Like, what on earth is she thinking? That just doesn't make any sense to me. And honestly, if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would quit my job. Because if you do, you're not going to have any money and you're not going to have any place to live in a second if you move out. Which, by the way, you might need a lawyer up. Because if she seriously wants to try and destroy your property, then she's going to have bigger problems on her hands. So if I was in your shoes, I would not only find a lawyer to try and help me out with this situation and seek out proper legal advice, but I would put a lock on my door so that my roommates can't go in there and vandalize and throw my stuff out on the lawn. That's incredibly inappropriate. And in that meantime, I would look for another place to live. You signed a lease, you put your name on the dotted line, and if they do decide to take that step and destroy your property, then you can report them to the police and explain the situation. So hopefully this can work out for you, because your girlfriend is being an absolute bully, and I really hope you come to your senses and make her your ex-girlfriend, because you do not deserve this kind of treatment in your life. My partner constantly badgers me about the dumbest things in arguments, and when I try to set boundaries and tell him to stop, he claims then that I'm just trying to censor him by trying to stop the argument, and I'm honestly exhausted and I don't know what to do. My husband has been on a judgment kick lately, where he thinks I don't thank fast food workers enough. I say thank you at routine points in the transaction, most often when they hand me my order, and I say thank you in return like a normal person, but he thinks I should be interjecting thank yous at other points, where I just don't think it's very natural or necessary. And it weirds me out, honestly, that he's being like this. Like he thinks they're peons who need extra thanks bestowed upon them. Frankly, I'd find it very patronizing, and very weird if a person was doing that to me. I have told him this numerous times, that I don't agree, or I'm just not comfortable doing it the times that he's been talking about. And when that doesn't work, I frankly say that I don't care what he thinks. It's my interaction with the other person, and mine alone. He doesn't have a great social sense for this kind of thing, and I wouldn't take advice from him anyhow. But he keeps nagging and mocking me about it. For example, on Sunday, we were at an order window, and I happen to say thank you at an earlier point, because with the specifics of the conversation, it made sense to do it right then and there. And that's when he high-fived me, like he thought I was learning from all his nagging and getting better at saying thanks to people. But he had honestly nothing to do with it. It just made sense at that particular time. I didn't even know what he was high-fiving me for anyways. I thought it was because I got the order right. I had made a mistake trying to order the same thing the last time we were there. But sadly, it came out afterward that it was just him condescendingly mocking me about the issue again, unsolicited and out of nowhere. I don't know what to do about a stalemate like this. The other thing he traps me with is that if I ask him to stop, he feels censored, and he feels like he can't express himself freely, and that the subject is going to be off-limits, and that he's going to feel lonely in the relationship, because I can't be talked to. But I just want him to stop. I've heard him, I don't agree with him, and the way he acts to me is not the way I'm comfortable with being treated. But anytime I ask him for something similar, I end up being the bad guy, because his feelings are hurt, and he feels lonely in our relationship. He won't even acknowledge that the high-fiving was a rude mockery. In fact, I'll be in the wrong for finding that rude when he never intends to cause me pain. My desire to drop this issue means I can't be talked to, and he's going to isolate, retreat, and blame me for the distance that grows. At no point will my feelings actually ever even be addressed. Every time I try the pattern of discussion, it goes like this, and I honestly don't know what to do. Your significant other literally sounds exhausting, and this is honestly a really unfortunate circumstance to be stuck in, because legitimately nobody 
nobody deserves to be treated this way. I mean, not everything has to be a fight, and you're allowed to disagree with him without him having to throw some kind of fit. And I'm telling you right now, this is really abusive and controlling behavior. It's extremely petty, and it's just really bizarre. It's like he's picking these weird hills to stand on just to be a jerk and defend them no matter what. I mean, what kind of weird nitpicky person is going to actually complain about you not thanking fast food workers enough? That's just obnoxious behavior, and it's very rude in my opinion. And you know what? He doesn't feel like he's being censored. He's using that as an excuse to keep treating you this way. He's using that to try and shut down your rightful complaints just so he can justify being weird and overbearing, which is exactly what he's doing. That does not sound like a loving partner in my opinion. And honestly, it feels like this might be the tip of the iceberg. And it seems like he's trying to gaslight you. People in relationships should be able to talk to one another and they should be able to make compromises when things are weird. And guess what? This situation is weird. You clearly are trying to set boundaries and this guy's just trying to water down what you're saying. So in my opinion, he's a massive jerk. And I really don't blame you for being upset by this. I think anybody would. So hopefully this situation can get worked out because living your life never being right and having a partner who's going to judge you on the dumbest things possible honestly sounds completely exhausting and you do not deserve to get treated like that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.